0: At midnight on March 19th, 2007, Justin Can switched on a small camera attached to his baseball cap. That camera began streaming Justin's entire life, 24 hours a day, seven days a week.
1: Here with Justin from Justin.tv, which is a website that broadcasts your life live 24 7 from your point of view.
0: That's right, 24 7 all day, every day from this camera. Justin didn't hide anything, he streamed it all. Although he would push his camera up, to face the ceiling during bathroom breaks. He streamed everything, like jamming sessions with friends.
1: On TV, on the big screen, on your
0: he filmed his dates, his meals, his family reunions, his boredom, his elation, everything. He even let his fans get involved as well.
1: You publicized your phone numbers for people to interact with you, right? Fans will
0: call and kind of suggest things to do. The most awkward moment was definitely having a police bust in after a prank call by a viewer and uh, kind of point guns at all of us, expecting to see some horrible crime going down, but actually just seeing three guys on laptops at 11.30 at night. Justin shared his entire life, and in doing so, he attracted attention. He appeared on The Today Show, Nightline, CNET Live, and World News Tonight. This only bolstered Justin's clout. By sharing everything happening in Justin's life, he attracted a huge volume of awareness and this awareness helped grow his business. Over the years, Justin TV attracted more and more streamers with a growing user base. Eventually, the firm rebranded to Twitch. And in August 2014, just seven years after his first stream, Justin sold Twitch for $970 million to Amazon. Now, you could dismiss Justin's lifestyle as merely a publicity attempt. By streaming his life, he was simply drumming up awareness for his company. Sure, that's true. But it worked, helping to launch one of the world's largest media companies with hundreds of millions of viewers a month and over 20 million daily users. And I think Justin's success is directly linked to his candid transparency. By sharing an honest and direct view into his life, he attracted more attention and more awareness than any traditional marketing campaign. Today, I'm talking to one of the world's biggest podcasters about transparency, about why he shares so much on his business, and the studies and psychology behind candidness. All of that coming up in today's episode of Nudge. Success Story hosted by Scott D. Clary is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. Success Story features Q&A sessions with successful business leaders, keynote presentations, and conversations on sales, marketing, business, startups, and entrepreneurship. Back in December last year, Scott did an episode with marketing legend Seth Godin on how to hire well, which I think is well worth tuning into. So listen to Success Story wherever you get your podcasts. Justin Kahn isn't the only entrepreneur who has benefited from sharing a candid behind the scenes look at his business. My guest today has done the same. John Lee Dumas is host of one of the world's largest podcasts. With over 154 million downloads and 2 million listeners a month, Entrepreneurs on Fire regularly tops the charts in the UK and the US. Here's John introducing himself.
1: Hey, John Lee Dumas here, the founder and host of Entrepreneurs on Fire, coming at you from the little Caribbean island of Puerto Rico, where I've been living now for seven years, and I will never leave.
0: So why will John never leave Puerto Rico? Is it the white sandy beaches or tropical weather? Well, no, not completely. See, John is very open about why he's there, and it's down to taxes.
1: Back in 2012, I had this crazy idea to launch the first daily podcast interviewing the world's most successful entrepreneurs. Um, as you and I are talking today, you know that's 11 years now. That's over 4,000 episodes, over 150 million listens, Um, Entrepreneurs on Fire is getting over 2 million listens a month. So we've been able to turn that into a pretty lucrative business. And that's a good thing when you're generating a lot of revenue. Uh, But when you're living in certain parts of the world, and where we were was California when we first broke into the seven-figure-a-year mark. Um, That also results in you paying a lot of taxes. So I was very happy to see a lot of dollars coming in. And I was very sad to see a lot of dollars going out, 51% to be exact. And so I heard about this little Caribbean island called Puerto Rico. That's a, a territory of the United States. So you can just kind of fly here without even a passport and set up shop and you pay a flat 4% tax. No federal tax, no state tax, which are two things in the United States, that's pretty much everybody has to pay. You move to Puerto Rico, it is a place where they want smart entrepreneurial business owners to come and to just be themselves, generate business, hire people, do cool things, buy a property, go to restaurants. And there's thousands of us that have done this now. And we're we're loving this little island in Puerto Rico, getting to keep the money that we make.
0: I know what some of you might be thinking. You're thinking, sure, John's happy to share that he doesn't pay tax. So what? That's not proper transparency. That's not the always-on 24-7 live stream that Justin can created. Well, it's not just John's openness about his taxes that's impressive. John shares pretty much everything about his income. Here's why.
1: I grew up in a very small town in Southern Maine, like a couple thousand people. I I ended up going to college on an army scholarship or university. So after I graduated at 22 years old, I spent eight years as an officer in the U.S. Army. Then I did a stint in law school. Then I was working in corporate finance. And then I was working in commercial real estate. So I was in these like very stodgy, traditional jobs, career paths that you just kind of... It was boring, but it was also like you you just knew what you were getting, essentially, and you just accepted that. So when I started kind of getting this idea that I wanted to jump into the entrepreneurial space, I said, well, let me check out what's going on in the entrepreneurial world, the online marketing world. And to be honest, it seems pretty slimy, seems pretty greaseball-y. I was seeing a lot of cool things that were posted online, but I mean, how do you know if they were true? I mean, people could say anything they wanted to. I mean, they could post any numbers they wanted to with just a click of a button. So I remember stumbling across a couple individuals who were posting their income reports. Some were doing it annually, some were doing it monthly. And I said, Now that's cool. That's real cool. But I want to take it to even the next level. Like, if I ever end up generating money as an entrepreneur, I want to have like this amazing income report that shows everything, that shows every dollar that we made, every dollar that we spent, so all of our expenses. I want to bring my CPA on, my accountants, who can verify this report and say, these are legit numbers. I want to bring on my lawyer who's going to give a um, legal tip while my accountant's giving a tax tip. And just making this really full-rounded beneficial, valuable income report. And that was 121 months ago. So we've now been publishing that income report for 121 months in a row. And uh, we're very proud of it. It's something we put a lot of time, energy, and effort into because we love being transparent. We love being open. We love being honest. We love showing our audience what's working any given current month so that they can emulate our success. And we also want to show them what's not working or mistakes that we're making. So they can avoid the same failures that we made or potentially make an adjustment and turn our failures into their own successes. So we've been publishing those again for about 120 months now, and we'll never stop. Just like we'll never leave Puerto Rico, we'll never stop.
0: So this is fairly radical. John has shared his exact income every month for 121
1: months. And he really does share
0: everything in this report.
1: We get into the weeds down to the pennies. I think one of the more valuable things of the report that some people seem to get, but I think is often overlooked is we show you every single expense, every single recurring um SaaS product that we subscribe to, everything that we're using, everything that we're spending money on, we're showing you that. And our goal every month is a 90% net profit, meaning that if we make a hundred thousand dollars, we want to be netting $90,000 or more. Sometimes we don't quite get there. Um, We're typically between 80 and 90%. A couple months, we're over 90%. But those numbers are insane. They can only be done with an online business like ours. And it's really only because we're so focused on the net profit. We could have more gross income and we may in the future um, if we decide to build our team or to try new things that would decrease our net profit, which could be fine. Um, But right now our goals as a business is small team, lean team, pure profitability. So that's what we're focused on and our income reports definitely reflect that.
0: You'd assume that this could backfire, right? You'd think that by telling customers that you make a 90% profit margin, you would put customers off. After all, he's only investing 10% back into his products. But this huge profit margin doesn't seem to put people off. John makes $150,000 worth of sales every month. Is buyers don't seem put off by this high profit margin. And there's some research that backs this up. In April 2020, three researchers from Harvard and the University of San Francisco published a paper that studied transparency. In a combination of lab, online and field experiments, they showed customers products. Products like a bowl of chicken noodle soup being sold at a university canteen. Half the customers saw just the price of this soup. But the other half of the customers saw all of the costs incurred to create the soup. They learnt that the labour cost $3.23. They heard that the chicken breast cost $0.21. They learnt that the noodles cost $0.26 and that the parsley cost $0.07. So basically, one group is seeing the product priced as usual. The other sees a transparent version, learning the costs behind the product. So which works better? Does showing the costs change purchase behaviour? Yes, a lot. When the costs were disclosed, the sales for the soup increased by 21.1%. The same effect worked online as well. People were 90% more likely to say they would buy a $115 wallet when it was accompanied by an infographic showing its costs. And this worked even when the customers saw a large profit margin of 55%. Researchers found what John instinctively knew: that being transparent doesn't just capture attention like it did for Justin. Can it builds trust and makes people more likely to buy?
1: And maybe our income reports scares people away before they really understand that, and that would be too bad. But frankly, I know that it helps way more people than it may scare away. So I'm just going to continue showing our our numbers, showing our business, you know, revealing the kimono because that's what I feel like has always been lacking and continues to be a big lacking point in our industry is true, honest transparency within the business. And a lot of people get into businesses because they're sold one bill of goods or because they're sold that these are the numbers you can expect and they weren't verified and they weren't true. And that's a problem. So, you know, I I wish that we lived in a world where you could be trust and then verify, but Man, especially with AI coming out and deep fakes coming out, like you need to live in a world of doubt and then verify. And I'm not saying like that's the best world to live in, and I, and I wish that wasn't the case. But if you really want to be protecting yourself and making sure that you're not stepping in it, um, you know, kind of coming at things with a little trepidation, with a little doubt, is not always a bad thing. You know, go into it with a positive attitude, but say, hey prove it. Like, let's really prove it. Like, show me the numbers.
0: John's right. Showing the numbers does boost trust amongst your customers. And you don't even have to be as transparent as John. There are subtler ways to showcase your honesty. In one 2021 study called Social Selling Cues," the researchers tested the impact of small tweaks on an e-commerce site. Participants went to the site and saw coffee machines and cameras. 50% of the participants saw just a standard product page, but the other 50% saw something slightly different. They saw a bit of transparency. They saw exactly how many times that product had been purchased. So for example, it would say this camera has been bought 3,900 times, or this coffee machine has been bought 390 times. And this extra bit of transparency really worked. Sales increased by 58% compared to when no sales numbers were shown. That is huge. A 58% increase just by revealing the number of units sold is massive. Showing the numbers, like John says, drives action. Which is why, even during the bad months at John's business, he still decided to publish his income report.
1: There's been some months where I'm like, man, we've we've had some big mistakes this month. We've made some really big tactical errors but honestly i like showing those because to me that kind of even shows more of the human side of what what it is that we're doing and the fact that we are going to make mistakes you know we are still going to have bad months we're still going to have you know bad stretches where we do make mistakes make errors fail struggle have doubts have fears because we are human beings and to me sometimes i i don't mind at all knowing that there's an income report coming up where there's a couple doozies in there because I know that our listeners are so appreciative of what we've shared over the past you know, 11 years that they are rooting for us. So they don't like to see us fail. They're not rooting to see us fail because all we've done is for free, you know, try to help them. So there's nothing that they want for us except, you know, continued success for the most part.
0: John, like Justin can, benefits from being transparent. He builds trust with his audience and they reward him with attention and purchases. But John is not the only entrepreneur who has benefited from transparency. After the break, we'll hear how it made paintings more popular, Guinness a little tastier, and Disney Films box office hits. As many of you know, I have just quit my job to go full-time on Nudge. But prior to that, I spent my career working in startups. And startups aren't easy. It's long hours, small teams, tiny budgets. It makes marketing hard work, but it doesn't have to be. HubSpot for startups can help grow your business without growing your stress. Their all-in-one platform connects your sales, marketing and support all together. So you can increase your leads, you can fast track your deals, smooth out support and join a platform that more than 190,000 top brands trust. HubSpot also offer discounts for startups on their top-rated customer platform and not the type of discounts that barely make a dent. So if you're ready to boost your marketing without breaking the bank, look no further than HubSpot for Startups. To see how much you can save, visit hubspot.com startups. Okay, welcome back to the show. You are listening to Nudge with me, your host, Phil Agnew. Now, so far, you've heard how John shares his income statements, his tax-saving schemes. But that is not all. He also shares behind-the-scenes videos on how his company operates and even a full tour on YouTube of where he works, his mansion in Puerto Rico. And he says that being this transparent and being this open has helped fuel his growth.
1: I think it's definitely fueling the growth. I mean, I think people love to be able to know, like, and trust an individual, a business, a company... And the fact that we bring our accountant on, you know, who's putting, you know, his professional reputation at stake by verifying every single one of our income reports. The fact we bring our lawyer on who's also doing the same by being associated, you know, with our income report to give a legal tip every single time. You know, last month we brought on our cyber uh, security team to give a great cyber security tip on, on the world as well. And, you know, these individuals, rightfully so, are you know making sure that they're protected because they wanna they wanna be associated with a great brand, not what ends up being, you know, a black mark. So, you know, they're doing their due diligence, which just further validifies, you know, what we're doing and the fact that we're just showing what you know what's happening.
0: John's strategy is to reveal as many secrets as possible. And this doesn't just benefit online entrepreneurs, it benefits Hollywood movies. Disney discovered this, almost by accident, in the run-up to their 1954 film 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. The producers didn't have a big budget to promote the movie, so they didn't expect it to be a big hit. But they decided to do something novel. They made a behind-the-scenes documentary showcasing how the film was created. It was a short TV episode called Operation Undersea. Now, this is common today, but it was one of the first transparent documentaries revealing how the movie was made. It featured candid interviews with the actors and the director, and the process of how the movie was actually produced. This episode was seen by almost 10 million Americans, and it propelled the film into the limelight. The film went on to be the second highest grossing movie of 1954, just after White Christmas. An ABC executive was quoted saying, Never before have so many people made so little objection to so much selling. Showing customers behind the scenes, it seems to work. And as you won't be surprised to hear, there is evidence for this phenomenon in studies. A paper from July 2022 called Pulling Back the Curtain analysed beer drinkers before and after doing a tour of a brewery they wondered, did seeing how the beer was made boost purchase intent? Well, they found that it did. The beer drinkers were 32% more likely to buy beer after the tour. Learning more about the product, learning more about the service, or learning about the individuals you're interacting with makes you more likely to buy. It is the case for John, it is the case for Guinness's Dublin Brewery Tour, and even for painters like Picasso. In 2013, several researchers asked people to rate paintings by Picassos and other Cubist artists. First, the researchers recorded people's reactions to just the paintings alone. They just showed them the paintings and said, what do you think? And the reactions to ratings, they weren't very good. According to Derek Thompson in his book, The Hitmakers, where I found this study, most people gave these paintings bad reviews. That's probably not a surprise. To the untrained eye, a Picasso painting looks like just a, a random assortment of crudely drawn objects. But then the scientists included clues to the painting's meaning, or brief histories of the painters themselves. For example, they'd read that this painting by Picasso actually depicts the founding of the city of Rome. It is the moment when Romulus, the city's founder, gave the signal for Romans to abduct the Sabine woman, which was a brutal moment of violence and abduction that led to the foundation of one of the world's most influential cities. With these clues, audience ratings improved dramatically. Suddenly, the abstract paintings became steeped in meaning. Seeing behind the scenes makes the paintings more enjoyable, it makes movies more watchable, and keeps people hooked on John's show, even when his growth is a bit behind some of his peers in the field
1: you know we're happy with where we're at and our and our income has been plateaued for a really long time. We have not been on, you know, this upward trajectory with our income since day one. We've been on a very flat trajectory that dips down, that comes back up, that goes straight but does not have any upward into the right movement because that's just not the type of business that we're currently running.
0: So how can the rest of us apply this? You know, not all of us can share income reports. Some of you will work at large businesses that need to keep these metrics hidden. Well, that shouldn't stop your business from being transparent in other areas. Take Domino's Pizza. They would not gain much from sharing an income report. No one would care. But pizza customers do want to know something transparently. They want to know when their pizza is cooking. They want to know as soon as it comes out of the oven. So Domino's built the pizza tracker to show just that. The pizza tracker visualises every step of the pizza process in real time, from placing the order through to the quality check, helping hungry pizza lovers see every step of the journey. This operational transparency made customers happier and made them more likely to keep buying from Domino's. But Dodo Pizza, a competitor, they weren't even further. I remember ordering a pizza from them a few years back and was invited not only to see a tracker of my pizza, but to watch a live webcam of my pizza being prepared. But this transparency doesn't always require live cameras or expensive design. Sam Tatum, in his book Evolutionary Ideas, writes how just via a simple series of lights... The elevators at London Borough's underground station provide waiting passengers with this sense of where their elevator is on its journey, something that really eases the stress of many London commuters. The lights show that the elevator is on its way down. Without those lights, the London commuters would probably get a bit stressed. And this is something that Uber went on to copy. They tested a change to the booking process in their app. Rather than showing a blank loading wheel, the app would inform riders with messages like, we are finding other riders going your way." Doing so led to an 11% reduction in the cancellation rate. Being transparent and showing behind the scenes isn't just good for individuals like John, it's good for business. Justin can streamed his entire life for eight months. In doing so, he kickstarted a business that he eventually sold for almost a billion dollars. It's easy to discredit this hyper transparency as needless attention-seeking, but it's not. Being transparent, Sharing customers an honest look behind the scenes changes customer perception. It made paintings more popular, turned a movie into a box office hit, increased beer sales, Uber rides and Domino's pizza orders, and it has helped John create one of the most popular business podcasts of all time. So next time you're sharing something with customers, don't ask if you should be transparent or not. Ask how candid can you be? That is all for today, folks. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. In fact, to make you enjoy it even more, I will let you know that I spent five hours working on this script. It actually took me 47 minutes to record my lines. That just shows how much I mispronounce my words. And I've edited all the audio myself on a bit of software called Audacity. I run a pretty small ship at Nudge, but John does not. His podcast, Entrepreneurs on Fire, is a mammoth project with over 4,000 episodes, one every day of the week. He is an interviewing machine. Every day he interviews another entrepreneur, asking them to share, transparently, the truth behind their success. I highly recommend you check out his show, so do go and search for Entrepreneurs on Fire wherever you get your podcasts. And... If you want a hyper-transparent look at how John runs his incredible podcast production, then I have a special treat for you. I've recorded a bonus episode with John that covers exactly how he set up, runs and grew his podcast. We cover all the juicy details behind how he grew, including one moment that supercharged his growth, and we even cover how he charges some guests thousands of dollars to come on the show it is well worth a listen. If you're interested in growth or podcasts or entrepreneurialship. you'll want to listen to that show. To get access, all you have to do is subscribe to my newsletter. To do so, just click the link in the show notes make sure you go to that link because that's where you'll get the bonus episode enter your email address and you'll get taken straight to the episode for existing subscribers you can do the same thing don't worry you won't get subscribed twice or just head to the email i sent you announcing this very episode and if you scroll down to the ps at the bottom you'll find a link to the bonus episode so if you want to know the details behind how john built one of the world's biggest podcasts and how he records an episode for every single day of the week go and listen to that bonus episode oh and i should say once you're on my email newsletter list you can unsubscribe whenever you want don't worry if you only want to get the bonus episode and then you want to unsubscribe that is totally fine thanks for listening folks i'll be back next week with another episode of nudge cheers